0: Okay, so this is the last class um, of this series. Um, And our goal was um, this set to to look at the makeup of, to look at the makeup of of kind of the human human makeup. We talked about scripture that, that says, okay, I can't talk to you as a spiritual man because aren't, you're fleshy because you fight and blah blah blah. Aren't you fleshy, right? Um, and then he says, "I, I, I can't talk to you as a spiritual man because you're you're mental. You're just not mentally retarded or mentally crazy, but but that you're driven by by the soul, and the person who's soulish, who has to figure everything out, who who can who who, unless it makes sense to me." Uh, and I understand it. I I don't agree with that. I don't get it, whatever. And he says, look, because you're that way, then a lot of the things of the spirit will seem foolish to you and you won't get them. You won't understand them. But he says, but the pneumaticos, the spiritual man gets those kinds of things. And it's not because they're superior. It's probably because they're maybe naive. I don't know. They're childlike in some ways, but, and none of those ways of operating are wrong. They all find their place, but god seems to say to us our spirit should lead we should be led from the inside and um yeah so we should be we should be led from the inside and so our spirit should lead our soul our soul should command our body and and that's kind of how we should operate and it talks then about this other part and it calls the heart and i always for years as a Christian, oh, the heart was just, oh, he's got a lot of heart, you know, and it was just this kind of thing that meant attitude or it meant something else. And then you, then you, I started reading what Jesus said. He says, no, and he, he makes the heart a location within us, not a, an idea, but a, an actual location within us. So then you go back and you read Solomon, you go, oh my gosh, there's, they all talk about this heart and it's not your spirit. It's not your soul. And. And so we talked a lot about the heart and how you are what your heart is. And your heart, if you think of your heart like a garden, then your heart reproduces what's sown in it. And we talked a lot about how we sow, how we reap, how our heart changes, how if you wanna change as a person, then in the same way that you need to weed your garden and then plant things that you want in your garden, in the same way you weed your heart and you plant things that you want in your heart, and we talked about how the heart produces of its own. In other words, Paul says, "I planted, Apollos watered, but God caused the growth." And so, so we see that if we will faithfully water and create s- good soil in our heart, uh, good conditions in our heart, then it will reproduce good things if we plant good things in our heart. Um, but we can plant pro football in our hearts, and and become, and that's not that's not a wrong thing. It's just the heart has not infinite capacity, and so the question is, is what do I prioritize? And I'm not throwing that out, but it's, it's, it's what do I focus on? Mindfulness, for example, and mindfulness approaches are really heart-based planting approaches. That's what mindfulness is, is, is how, do, how do I focus on what I want to plant in my heart? When I focus on it, it then begins begins to take root. And so, so um, Psalm says, watch over your heart with all diligence for out of it flow the issues of life. And so we can see these various verses that are all about the heart. And there's a thousand and six mentions in scripture, something like that about the heart. And So I spent years studying because um, I think I told you the story, but I actually had lunch with him last week, that guy. And we 're riding in a car in Colorado, and we're both in in college, and we 're like these fiery Christian guys and we created a group called Brothers United for the Defeat of Satan the Buds you know and we, we, we we're just going to kick and that didn't work out very well, so then it was Brothers United in the Denial of Self, you know it was <laughs> that didn't work out very well and then it was brothers united in the delight of our Savior and that worked out fine you know we had changed the name three times there's the buds and suds so there's the sisters to it but anyway so we're on our way to Denver and and a car skids across the other way in the ice goes across the median comes right at us and I go oh shh, that word and he goes Jesus car doesn't hit us, we're proceeding on, it's dead quiet in the car, and he looks over at me, he's driving, and he goes, out of the heart, the mouse speaks. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and he reminded me of that. Uh, we had breakfast in Boulder uh, this last week, and he reminded me of that. And I said, you changed my life right there. You totally changed my life. He goes, I know. <laughs> he's still that guy. Um, so this is stuff about the heart. And so And so then the Holy Spirit plays a role in this, in helping us to plant, in guiding us in what to plant, in guiding us. uh, He who began a good work in us, he will complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. So we partner with Holy Spirit in the caretaking of our heart. Okay, that's one of the roles that Holy Spirit plays. And so Jesus tells, well, so there's, we talked about that, he who began a good work. So so this Romans 8 is kind of where we think about as many as are led by the Spirit. If by the Spirit you're putting to death the weeds of the flesh. Um, And so we can see, and this is all review. um, And so we talked about different soils. And last week we, we, we asked you to think about, is there anything in my heart that has this kind of feel to it okay and so we looked at the different things and and we can ask holy spirit we can say holy spirit in fact let me pop all these up and then go down to the next question and so so we can say lord is there anything you want to show me about my heart's condition that might cause your seed not to grow is there is there anything like that Is there anything that might give the devil an opportunity? If so, Lord, is there anything you want to show me that I should do about it? Okay. And so, and we're going to come right back to that today. But this, this then are, uh, these are the four kinds of, the four conditions of the heart. But it's not like your whole heart is this condition. It's that there's something in there of this condition in my heart. When I get to this, then this starts to happen. Okay, or, or when I experience this in relationships, I come at it kind of this way. Okay, there, there's something in me that isn't quite good soil, good seed, and so it says, we talked, and so we talked about these three, so this is, we talked about what does it look like when, when the seed of truth gets trampled in your life? What tramples it in your life? What, who are the birds that eat that, what is it? what is going on in your life that causes truth to be trampled, birds to eat it. And, and you never, you just never quite get it. It's gone before you get it. You, I think you had said, one of you guys had said, yeah, it's like you get this great thought in a sermon by the time you get home. It's, it, it's, it's just not anywhere. Right. And it says, look at the evil one comes, snatches it away. The, the evil one comes because of the word, because he knows that the word has life in itself to transform us. Right? Not just because it's word, but because God watches over his word. Peter says, where else will I go? You have the words of life. Okay? And he's, he's saying those, those words are life-giving words. Um, rocky place, um, it, it just never quite catches root. I, I receive it with joy. I say, oh yeah, it's great. It's great, but there's, there's rocks in my life. There's rockiness. There's hard places in my life. And those hard places, whether it's hard ways I think hard things that happen to me, hard situations, but there's something in me that I like the word, but man, when I, you know, at eight o'clock the next morning, I'm back back in the midst of this situation or in the midst of this way I think about this situation. And it just, I never change. It just feels kind of hard, kind of hopeless to me. And then here's one where, (coughs) and look at, because of the word, the affliction here rises because of the word. Right? In the world, you will have persecution, right? It, it arises because there's hope of transformation inside of you that's been deposited. Okay, so here, same thing. And, and this is, is, I have so much, there's so many other things going on in my life that, that the word um, is sown, but the other thing, so it's not like the hardship, but it's like all of these other things so he categorizes them as worries, riches, and other desires. So those things are seeds that have equal power in my life. They're given equal focus, they're given an equal ability to, to, to lord over my life, right? <clears throat> and then it talks about the good soil, and it says, honest and good, here retain, persevere, produce fruit. Hear, retain, persevere, and fruit comes naturally out of their life. So it's three things. So every time when Jesus preaches this in all the gospels, he says at the end, let he who has ears to hear, let him hear. And he's saying, look, listen to what I'm saying. And if you have ears to hear, if you have an honest and good heart to hear, then hear what I'm saying. So he's planting the seed inside of us. Um, any, any thoughts or questions before we kick into uh, doing something together or breaking up? Okay, so um, what I'm gonna ask us to do is to do this to get in groups of three. And we've done this oftentimes in this class at different times. <clears throat> and just, uh, I'm, I'm gonna put the, the verses about the seed back up again. But the, the idea then is, is just to listen on the inside and to say, Lord, is there anything you wanna show me about any of these, these seed conditions? And it might be he wants to show you, you've got a good heart. I mean, that's good too. It's not like I'm looking for dirt Ooh, that was really a bad dad joke but it, it's like it's like i'm 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 not just looking for bad stuff but i'm also looking for the lord to say well done for him to say that was a hard thing in your life but you did well right cuz he's more encouraging than he is discouraging he's more encouraging than he is pointing out stuff cuz honestly the sin in our life does the teaching already you know it's it's kind of like it's like the, the the father of the prodigal son didn't need to tell him how screwed up he was. He kind of knew that already. The shepherd of the lost sheep didn't need to say, "You idiot." Okay, the sheep kind of already was afraid. And so we're going to we're going to do this and ask those questions and just and just uh, I'm going to kind of lead us through it. But then I'm going to give you a chance to share with each other. This is a thought that came up when we were talking about this when i was when my eyes are closed and i was listening and and just pray for each other it's not a time for advice or anything like that it's a time for prayer and and uh, so i'm going to tell one on me just so you know that um well you already know because you know me uh yeah we all struggle um so this is this is and and i want i want us in this class and i've tried to make this really clear yeah. Okay. So it's like it's like if you say, "Yeah, I, I've been, you know, my I've been working on arm strength, upper body strength, because because you know my I just feel like I need to work on it." And you wouldn't go, "Well, you idiot, you, that's terrible that you haven't been." You know, we go, "Hey, that's awesome, right?" We, or, or you say, "Yeah, I've been running. You know, I've been trying to. I've been. I'm thinking about running a half marathon or something." And you go, "God." And so we're totally encouraging each. Or I'm trying to drop a few lbs. You know, I'm trying to. You know, Christmas is coming and. So I, I've cut out sugar, you know, that sort of thing. And when we say that about our physical bodies, A, it's, you're not bad, you're not, it's a totally encouraging moment where somebody says, wow, oh, that's great. Well, see, when we say that about our souls, that's the attitude we should have as well. It's like, I'm working on honesty. It's like I'm working on upper body strength. It's, it's, it, 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 is, it is an admission of need but not an admission of the fact that you should think I'm less. And so Paul in Romans 7 says, look, the the sin that's inside of me isn't me. It's stuff that, that the Holy Spirit brings up, and then I work on it. And I would like to invite the ones who love me to work on it with me, to help me, right? That's how we mature. That's how we become perfect, is we realize there's something going on. The Holy Spirit points it out to us. We realize, oh, this isn't Jesus. This is something that falls short of that. I'm going to get a couple of good friends, and we're going to go after this together. right? So, so when we do that, rather than kind of hiding it or faking it, um, then we change pretty rapidly. Then this, this heart seed process goes really fast in our lives it doesn't it doesn't take long for the worst things to be really dealt with so um so in the past six months i've run into three instances where i was steamrolled by somebody in in my job world i was steamrolled by somebody who had the authority to steamroll me but they were so out of out of line that other people in the room were like what ha- did you do something to her i mean what happened and i'm like i have no i i was just totally waylaid i was up at night you know okay i forgive her oh, that bitch you know, i mean i mean i mean i mean, I forgive her you know and i'm, I'm just i'm just like you know i'm just i'm, I'm really struggling with this And i, I talked to my wife about it. i said you know it happened once fine it happened twice fine it happened three times you go there's something happening, there's something up here. And so I'm, I'm thinking about it. And so I, I talked to a couple of friends about it, and, uh, and my wife, and, and they kind of had some thoughts. And I called my buddy, who, who who now lives in Connecticut, who I've done prayer ministry with for 20 years. and I said, Roger, this is what's happening. And he's this Italian guy, Roger, this is what's happening. I said, and he goes, well, you do steamroll people once in a while, <laughs> it's like, what? And he goes, "Well, let me give you a couple of examples from our relationship." And he he did, and I'm like, "Oh, I am so. I just didn't see it." And he goes, "I know. It wasn't time. It's time now, isn't it?" And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yes, it is." <laughs> and so, and so all of a sudden, you know, this something in my heart. What what I don't know what that was in the heart, but it was in my heart, where where I began to see this sort of. In business particularly, this subtle arrogance that I just know more than other people. And that gives me license to tell people what to do. And, and, and it was just like Jesus said, no. Stop. Don't. Don't. Just don't. Let's not go there. And so, and so it's like, um, tells, tell other people what to do. And so, and so I said, well, Roger, what should I do? And he says, I think that you are often the smartest one in the room. But that is so that you can help others and you can serve others. And so you can lift them up and help them on their careers, help them to shine. And I was like, okay. And all of a sudden scripture started just coming. So so I'm like meditating now in Colossians 4, 1 Corinthians 4, Colossians 2, where it says, what do you have that you haven't been given? And if you've been given it, then see, so now I'm in the process of saying, what do I plant in my heart? to bring about a transformation so that's where i am so that's my like, my like my christmas vacation gift um, and so every day i reread those scriptures and i say lord will you show me will you show me this so i'm in a meeting and i'm like shut up andy um, we got limited budget to finish this job you would normally say just let me take the budget and finish it i can get it done you need to say how can I help you and I won't charge any time so that you can get this done? And it's like, that is so not you. you know, it's just like, I just need to finish this. And, and honestly, and so the, the people I've been mentoring in the company around me are seeing this change. And a couple of them have pointed it out and they said, you know, thanks so much. I felt really encouraged by you. I, I know we've overrun the budget, but you know, you didn't yell at me. You know, and so, and so I'm seeing a transformation. So I'm hoping you know, early spring, it'll become natural to me. But it's not natural now. It's like, I got to think about it. I got to remember this verse, Holy Spirit, you know. Will you put me on high alert so that when a situation happens that I would normally trigger in this way, I now normally trigger in the other way. Make that the normal go-to behavior. And not just behavior, but belief. In other words, out of the heart, my mouth will speak. If I'm in a hot meeting and things are tense and a mayor's yelling at me, what is gonna come out of my heart? Okay, and so that's, so we're all in that process. So you are too, in different things. Okay, so let's go, are the questions pretty clear then? So why don't you just kind of pull chairs together in groups of three? Okay, go ahead and do that now. (laughs) Do that now, come on, keep going. <laughs> and two is fine too if you don't have three, but otherwise you can go four if you want to. <coughs> yeah, you, you go with that. Come on, you have to get in a group. Okay, so so remember these questions. Would it be easier if I put up the soils or I just left these questions up? The questions? Okay, so I'm just going to pop up the soils real quick just so you could see the three kinds of things. And it might be just a variant on the theme, okay? Those are like like primary colors, but there's a million shades of blue, you know? Okay, so... Okay, Uh, so let's take some period of time. What time is it? Uh, Let's take uh, 15 minutes. So each each person's only got five minutes, so this is gonna be quick, okay, ready, go. Okay, so pick who's first. Oh, wait, wait, I'm sorry, I'm not doing this right. Okay, yeah, everyone close your eyes. And just center down on the Lord, just so, Lord, we ask you to draw near to us. Go to a place where Jesus feels close to you, Lord, will you come near to us? We're seeking you. We want to know you. We want to know what you say. So, Lord, is there anything you want to show us, to show me about my heart's condition that might cause your seed not to grow, that might give Satan an opportunity to snatch it away? Will you show me? Is there anything you want to show me right now? Do you want to show me a picture or a memory, a relationship, an instance in my life? And Lord, is there anything you want to show me where I've planted good seed and I've done well and you want to encourage me? Will you show me that too? Will you encourage me? Holy Spirit. Lord, is there anything you want to show me about what I should do about it? Is there anything you want to show me? Something to do a conversation, a decision, a scripture, a meeting with someone. Will you show me? I want to obey you. I'll do what you say. Okay. Um, go ahead and just one of you say, this is what I saw. This is what I heard. And then just pray for that person. If you want to ask a question, not, not counseling, not advice, um, unless they ask you, if they, if they say, what do you think? Then feel free, fire away. Okay. And let's just take the rest of the time to do that. Okay. So ready, go.